0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of The Breaks Radio, the best hip-hop podcast around. I'm one of your hosts, CEO Hayes, and it's me and my brother today, Mr. BTG himself. Baylor the Great is in the
1: building. Oh, you know it's a good day over here in LA. (laughs) You absolutely know it's a fabulous Wednesday over here today.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Man, listen, bro, it's been a, a wild week. I didn't put it on the list and shit, but like... Between the Cardi B shit, we got some Kanye West shit to get to. Like, it's only Wednesday, and that shit's been going crazy. We got Miss Mary Almonte joining as well. What's going on, Mary? We just started, so you didn't miss nothing.
2: Hi. (laughs) I'm right on time.
0: Right on time. As always. Right on time. Uh, So we were just, we were doing some pre-talk. Nothing on the the topic so far, but just saying how how Twitter's, like, and social media in general went crazy when the news came out that Cardi B filed for divorce. But for me, I just, I wasn't surprised by it. I mean, we were almost here like a year ago, and then he stormed the stage or whatever,
2: and, you know, they worked it out, but
0: I'm not surprised by this at all. Me
2: either. Yeah. I don't think anybody is, honestly, yeah. especially not people of a certain age who have been married or in long-term relationships. It's like, yeah, this kind of shit happens every day, me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. And then, exactly. It's not like their relationship has been, you know... The without its drama. So exactly. yeah, good for yeah. her though. Exactly. I think she, again, I always give her credit because she blazes her own trail. And I think, you know, I, I give her mad respect as a yum and all that, that she made it look attainable to have a kid and a career in the industry, no less. And I think now she's going to make it, you know, mainstream to get a divorce and, still keep your wap activity going.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's funny because it's like um like she was one of the few people that we see do motherhood and not really take a step back. She was still like she took a she took a, br- a brief break and, and of course went off tour for a while, but she's been pretty much go the whole time since having a kid. We don't see that too often. Even the Great Beyoncé yeah. didn't do that. So.
2: Yeah. And she got lipo yeah. and afterwards she got her mommy makeover and <laughs> kept it real about that. Literally was on stage like my skin feels tight because of the white
0: pose
2: So, but, uh, yeah.
0: hats off to Cardi. She's going to continue blazing trails. Uh,
3: Welcome to the Breaks Radio.
0: But let's move, get into the actual topics that we have today. First thing that I put on this list, because after I watched part one and part two of this interview with takashi 69 and the owner of Shade Room, I forget her name, so I apologize. Um, I texted you guys and I was like, we have to talk about this. Mary, you responded. You said yes. Um, this interview was an interesting one because I think it was, I don't know, I feel like it was still surface level, but we got more of Takashi than like behind the bravado than we ever have. But I still think it's like it could have been better. What do you guys think about it? <laughs>
1: I didn't watch that shit.
0: <laughs> I was about to say I no, wouldn't be surprised t- if Baylor has a no Takashi uh, rules. So.
1: No, and I'm gonna tell you, and I'm gonna tell you why. First, I don't, I, I really don't care for the dude. Like at mm-hmm. this point, what can? It's just like what, what what Joe Budden said. It's just like what Charlamagne said. It's just like what uh um Gilly said. Like what are what what are you going to talk about at this point? Yeah. You're going to keep trying to explain why – you're going to justify why you told on them. We get it already. You guys got in bed together. Uh, y'all did, They did some foul stuff to you. You're returning the fire. You needed some street cred. You used them. You know what I'm saying? And it's, I don't care. I really don't. It I just was. It was you don't, I, is, I just you don't get defense. into the,
0: it was more than that, bro. Like, it was more than what you're thinking of, of the same old thing. Like, we talked about, he talked about his father um, dying and how he, his religion and everything. It was, it was more than what you're thinking. I, I, it was a lot of that, but it was still a little bit more than that. So he went deeper and he got a little bit more personal. He got way more personal than we've ever seen, Takashi. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm
1: saying, so after that, how are you supposed to feel about him? I
0: don't, I don't, I, at this point, I don't think, and you know, this will, Let's get Mary's thoughts first, and then we'll get into it. Mary, what did you think about the interview?
2: I couldn't get through the whole thing. Okay. It was that uninteresting to me, yeah. um, personally. But I think I did know a bit of backstory on Takashi, mm-hmm. um, which I think I've shared a little in past episodes. So it wasn't like any big reveal or anything for me, personally. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, I feel like about a quarter of the way through the first one, I was kind of like... Why am I watching this? Like it, it was, and I I kind of share Baylor's sentiments as well. Like we really, he's a I don't know a corn. Am I taking my taking it back with that, phrase? But like he's just not. He's like a non motherfucking factor. That like it's face. like yeah. you know what I'm saying. So we should just stop giving him any attention whatsoever.
1: And he and he admitted when he had hit up, um, was it was it buttons that he said uh, he hit up, or he hit up Gilly one of the two. He he admitted that yo, you take my interview, you're gonna have the most views, the highest ratings that you will ever. You know what I'm saying? So I know what you're going after. Just because you go a little bit deeper and get a little bit personal, my nigga, we can find somebody up the street that could do that. <laughs> the only re- the only reason why the only re- reason why is gathering some attention is because you are popular at the moment by the fuck shit that you do. Well, that's the thing, Takashi.
0: The one thing that Takashi's always been able to hang his hat on is sales. He he. But this album did terrible, terrible. It it was below every every projection that he had for it. It was below. And I really think that maybe we're finally starting to see the the point where Takashi's still going to have his fan base. He's going to do his 100,000 or whatever. But the the point that where he was at the place where like he it was much watch appointment te- television and hip hop for some people I think that's coming gone now I think this this proved it it's coming gone like that that whole shock factor thing is over with him
1: yeah well I mean the, the the times will show when the world is completely open back up and people are able to go and tour and things like that mm-hmm. and book shows then we will really see what it is
2: mm-hmm. yeah
0: that's true all right from one from one crazy person to another. Uh Kanye West and I tweeted.
1: Right
0: why has nobody taken this man's phone? Like I, I really feel like this ha- what happens is that he waits for Kim to go to sleep. And that's when he does all this shit. Like she needs to take his phone before she goes to bed because like him demanding public apologies from J. Cole and Drake, saying he needs a meeting with uh Jay-Z. Today, this morning, he posted actual screen grabs and, and pictures of his actual contract. Ev- all the details of it. Like what what does he have to benefit for this like this this it's terrible it's terrible to see like where kanye is gone and i get it it's people are going to watch it people are going to follow him people are going to see it on social media but at this point i'm just like can somebody please just go check on him he needs to go get get checked on by somebody what do you think man um
2: again i don't think he's as crazy as we're all making him out to be okay i think he knows exactly what he's doing i think he's I mean, I'm not saying I agree with him, so let's stop there Mm because I I think it's sounding like I'm condoning his behavior, but I think that in his own way, he is being Nat Turner like he says he is, but I mean, you saw the little video of him peeing on his Grammy. Oh my God. I mean, it does seem like he's (sighs) going through some kind of crazy ass, I guess, awakening in the sense where it seems to me like he's trying to get his Joe button on (laughs) he's like, yo, you know, like all these contracts are bullshit, you know, black, black men can only gain a certain amount of power, but they're not sitting on boards or being real decision makers. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think this is his way of trying to convey that he's just not the best communicator, but he's a Gemini. And so is Trump. So I don't know if (laughs) I need to say anything else. I mean, A lot of similarities between them,
0: by the way. But uh, I mean, when you when you put it that way, it definitely is. Baylor, what do you make
1: of it? Shit, man! What you want me to do with this cat, man? man? Mary just said it. Like he knows what he's doing. Like that's the one thing that I'll never take away from him. He's very smart. Oh yeah, very smart. He knows what he's doing. Now, if for a lot of people that don't think that's the case, then that's a problem. So he's either something is really wrong with him. Or he's playing everybody. There's no in between. There's no in between. Again, just like Takashi, I. But I strongly believe this, and I said this on the on the show before. Like I, he wants to be remembered as like a great. You know what I'm saying? He mm-hmm. wants to be remembered as like a Michael Jackson. Yeah. You know what I mean? He wants to be, and that scares me because I feel like he will go to extreme measures to get there. And uh, man, these two brothers that we just finished talking about—I don't want to see anything happen to them. At the same time, I'm okay with ignoring them, but I don't think they can handle being ignored. Personally,
0: mm, that's a good point. That's a uh, especially when it comes that's to deep. Kanye West. That's definitely deep and a great point. Uh, the downsides of fame, right? The dangers of fame. It's an it's a it's a drug. It's an addiction. Um, I, I just. I worry about Kanye, man. I really do. And I know it's it's easy to make fun of. Uh, and I know I even called him crazy at the beginning of this, but not that he doesn't necessarily know what he's doing. I, I mean I, I know he knows what he's doing by putting it on social media and stuff, but I don't know, it's still just when you see Kanye, it's just something off about him. It's something in his eyes, man.
1: Hey man, look, I can we could we could switch the whole podcast right now. And y'all can ask me questions about my parents. I guarantee you, I will not make it through that podcast without crying. Mm-hmm. So when you lose somebody that close to you, it, you change forever and everybody don't deal with it the same. So there's no telling how he's dealing with his parents, his parents' death. You know what I mean? Cause it's, it's deep, you know, and everybody has different relationships with their mother. So you just, and then dealing with the industry, I've never been in the industry. So you don't know all those demons that they're dealing with. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, once you hit that, a lot of people, a lot of people want to go viral. That's cool. But a lot of people are not going to be able to deal with that fame. Look, brother, I just started making t-shirts mm-hmm. and I got a plethora of orders that came in. That shit overwhelmed me just that fast. Mm-hmm. So I can imagine what people are dealing with on a higher scale. I'm not ready. I'm. I I don't need that fame, but I like going to Target and nobody knowing me.
0: Mm-hmm. Feel it. All right. Well, I mean any, Mary, you got anything left on that before we move on?
2: I agree. And I also feel like both Kanye and Takashi should be ignored. So edit this out. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> oh, man. they don't Ka- deserve our energy. Everyone yeah. just
0: ignore Takashi, Trump, and uh Kanye. And just they'll just all go <laughs> uh but let's move into some more positive side of the news this week. Will Smith uh sitting down with the original Aunt Viv uh with the 30th anniversary, 30th reunion of uh Fresh Prince of Bel Air. A, I don't know if the if the HBO special is officially aired or not yet. Correct me if I'm wrong. If it has, I haven't seen it. Um, but this was just a good feeling. And I I love seeing that our shows when they have these reunions and it gets made a big deal about. Um, but what do you guys think about it?
1: You know what a lot of a lot of Will Smith slash Fresh Prince of Bel-Air content has dropped within the past week mm-hmm. cuz I for sure tried to book that Airbnb yeah. at the crib <laughs> and that mug is booked until like next year. So, but that is a good feeling though like you said because you as we all know she was going off. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And Will Smith was the main target. Uh but it's good when people can sit down and and uh chalk that up, you know what I mean? Yeah.
2: It was good to see her looking good.
1: Yeah, she looked
2: great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah. I mean,
0: this—it's this it's, is this, it's a lot of goodwill around the Fresh Prince of Bel Air brand right now. Like, he has the clothing line inspired by it. We got this reunion. They officially. Locked in the deal with, damn, was it was it Amazon or Hulu? One of the two for the first season of Bel Air, the the revamp of the show. It's just good all ar- all all around. And hats off to Will Smith for making it all happen.
1: Hey, did you see Martin launched his uh his clothing line too? Martin? No, I didn't see that. The, the Mar the Martin show. He has a yeah. uh, he has an actual store. Oh shit! I have to go research yeah. that. Them 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 cats is moving.
0: <laughs> Fair enough. I'd have to check that out. Uh next bit of news that we got, something that it doesn't really impact us. Uh, but you know, it's in the podcasting realm. Charlamagne partnered with iHeartRadio to launch the Black Effect Network. Um, Joe Button has released a bunch of thoughts on it. Uh the the list of podcasts that are a part of this The Breakfast Club, which isn't a podcast, um uh Drink Champs with Norgies no on there, uh Horrible Decisions. Brilliant Idiots isn't, which was surprising enough. Um, there were some other ones. Uh, Baylor, what do you think? Is we lost Mary? Hopefully, she comes back. What do you think of uh, the Black Effect Network launching and what it means for podcasting?
1: Well, uh, the original rant between the two, I kind of understood both. I was more on button side. I was more on button side. Yeah. But after listening to what with <clears throat> um Charlotte was talking about. Uh, again, going back to what Button said recently, he was like, "Yo, if we're both for the same cause, as far as putting black podcasters on, mm-hmm. um, we we winning." You know what I'm saying? So that's dope. You know, I don't I don't really know the details of the deal for each and every podcast, but to launch that with those podcasters is dope. And hearing Noriega talk about it on Button's podcast, it was refreshing. So you know, as long as as long as it's good for them, it's good for me. See you. See hearing
0: Noriega talk about it on Buttons' podcast made it more concerning to me because seeming like Noriega is like it's it's almost like they wanted Drink Champs to be part of the announcement, but they don't have any details worked out yet. As far as revenue, as far as ownership, as far as none of that.
1: Unless, unless, unless there was some details that wasn't released that he didn't want to talk about. That's true. Until, That could until, very well be possible. Until as well. uh, yeah, yeah, until and plus he said that there were other things that there was a spinoff that he's a part of. Mm-hmm. So maybe, you know, maybe something has to be inked on this side before you can talk about other stuff. But look, he, he sounded like he was in good spirits. I don't believe that he would make, I don't, I don't believe at this point they would make a bad business decision. Okay. You know? So, um, cause when you look at those brands, like, uh, like you were saying the, um, um, what, what's the name of his podcast? Drink champ, Noriega's fine. Drink, Drink champs. champ. Yeah. Uh, I was, I'm thinking of something else. Drink champs, and then you have horrible decisions like those brands can stand alone. Actually, yeah, they can stand alone. But you know, I mean, you know, having a partnership, it's not bad. It's not bad at all. Yeah, Mary, what do you think?
2: I kind of got booted out there, mm-hmm. so I. <laughs> We're talking as about, you were, we're talking
0: you were, about the, the Black Effect Network, uh Charlemagne Our Heart Radio do.
2: I thought that's what you were talking about. So wait a minute. Drink Champs is, became a part of this? Yeah,
0: Drink Champs mm-hmm. and Horrible Decisions are a part of it. They were two of the bigger podcasts that are on it. Uh Breakfast Club was named as part of it, even though it's not a podcast. And there was another major one that I can't remember off the top of my head right now. And you
1: said you mentioned the Breakfast Club, right? Yeah.
0: 85 yeah, I South, I think,
2: is part of it too. 85 South. There you is. go. There you go. Okay. Yep. yep there you go. Too. Well, I love Horrible Decisions. That's actually one of my favorite podcasts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm proud of them. Um, I mean, listen, I I have mixed feelings about Charlemagne, but I respect anybody putting their money where their mouth is. <laughs> In his case, particularly. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I think that. Just in general, right? Like, this whole moment that we're having right now, or the movement, rather, of Black Lives Matter, I feel like we need a lot more, like, performative action. And I think this is one example of it. So, yeah. So <laughs> cool. my, Let's question, see what
0: happens. my question is, and maybe I just haven't had my ear to the ground enough to, to pay attention, is the loudspeakers network no longer a thing? Maybe, maybe, that, maybe that's the part.
1: Was a part of that, Maybe, uh, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Maybe everybody that was under that moved over to the Charlemagne's network since he brought him in in the first place. Yeah, possibly. At possibly. least most. At least most of them. Possibly.
0: Um. So yeah, I I don't know what's going on with that. I I got my own shit to pay attention to. <laughs> no, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but no, no. I just, it, that 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 was one of the things that raised the eyebrow for me is that you know loud the the loudspeakers network was the main the black podcast network that we had so like to see a lot of the, the prominent podcasts from that now be a part of this black effect network just made me wonder like what the hell's going on there but i'm sure it'll come out at some point in time go ahead mary yeah no, oh, okay no,
2: say? okay all right yeah, well,
0: I that. <laughs> <laughs> well that's it on that one let's move into the next topic uh, so before we get into the, after the verses, this isn't our review of the verses yet. But after the verses, Timberland and Swiss went on IG Live as they typically did, and Swiss mentioned how well Timberland originally brought up Missy versus Janet Jackson. Swiss made a comment that Janet Jackson doesn't have the catalog to go up against Missy, and people went fucking bananas over that. But here's the thing: call me fucking crazy, I love Janet Janet's catalog. I can understand what Swiss in my mind. What I think he, what I'm taking, he meant by that is is the versatility that that Missy has. That's what I took and from he, it. Not that she doesn't necessarily have it. the hits, but that she doesn't she doesn't measure up to the different flavors of music that Missy was able to do in her career. That may just be me, but go ahead, Bill. I I hear you, you got something to say.
1: I and you know what? That that's what I'm saying. That's where that's where the debate, that's where we get caught up in, is mm-hmm. because initially we thought it was just gonna be hit for hit. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then they started to implement songs that they wrote for, or a beat that they made for that particular track, or mm-hmm. a verse that they was a you know, that they put on that track. So it was like, yeah, when you say that, then yeah, but bar for bar, song for song. Oh, that's going to the fourth quarter, buddy. That's going to the fourth quarter with the velvet. Oh, come on, man. Come on, bro. I we're not about. Like- we're not about to do Janet like that. Now, no. now, now, Missy is very versatile. Mm-hmm. That she will last longer doing that. But if we're just talking about track for track. Yeah, we got action. Okay, Mary.
2: Yeah, I mean, I agree, but I just feel like I wouldn't even put them in the same like genre.
1: Yeah. That that's that's true as well, right?
2: Because
1: Janet is hardcore. That's 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 real R and B right there. Where Missy is is she's she's a legendary pop artist. I would say, right?
2: I mean, I think Janet's a legendary pop artist too, but I think Missy is definitely more um hip hop, (laughs) Mm. and Janet is more pop to me.
1: Yeah, at the end of the day. At the end of the day, are we really going to? I mean, I, I, and I guess we will because because we do it every versus battle. But I just want to hear the I just want to hear the music. I don't right. really care. I don't really care who wins.
2: Right, right. I agree with that too. Yeah, yeah. I just especially I just,
1: between those two.
0: Oh, don't it'll be a great versus to see them against each other. Um, it just it would be weird musically to figure just like like what's Janet gonna have to go against to Get Your Freak On? Nothing.
1: Um, anytime. See that it's so it's that, those are that so would, different.
2: Yeah, yeah. Like the vibes are right, so what, different. When, when like, you talk, weird. when
1: you talk, when you talk about the energy, then then, uh, then I guess yeah. yeah. But at the same right.
0: time, that a weird night. Yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah, that's good. yeah. Know.
0: So. Yeah, that that wouldn't be a matchup that I pick for Missy Elliott. And I, you know, there was going around Little Kim versus Missy Elliott. I definitely wouldn't pick that because Missy Elliott would watch no. Little Kim. It, yeah, no, it not. Yeah, that's a spank. Yeah, that's, that's a, spanking right that's there. That's a sweep. Um, so I don't know, Missy. I feel
2: like Missy would have to go against Pharrell. I think we said that before. Yeah,
0: I think yeah, well, I think. And we, that would be a
2: Virginia me. matchup anyway.
0: Good point. Good point. So all around. Yeah, yeah. I mean. You know, if, if, if for some reason it were to happen, I, I'm going to be there for sure. But, you know, it is what it is. I just want to talk about that a little bit because people were just going crazy on Swiss Ford. And I was like, look, from from this aspect, I kind of understand what he meant. But, you know, I'm glad that I'm not completely batshit crazy for saying that. But let's get into the 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 collard greens and mac and cheese versus that I've been calling it Gladys Knight versus Patti LaBelle. You can't even rank this shit. I don't think you can rank it. This is this all is, that I see was high blood pressure. This, this, all of that. <laughs> this was fucking beautiful, Mary. What did you make of?
2: I mean, obviously, yes, it was phenomenal, legendary, all that. We mm-hmm. they really sang yes. and danced in their seats. Yes. Um, I gotta say, I forgot about Gladys. Mm. <laughs> I forgot that Gladys did damn near the whole Claudine soundtrack. Yeah. Which, if the youngsters out there have not seen Claudine that is like your black card is revoked if you haven't seen that movie anyway <laughs> um but I don't know Gladys gave us I mean in the beginning I was kind of like you know Patty has like this this legendary voice right like mm-hmm. she just sings one one note and you know it's her you know what I mean um but then when I mean I Gladys's catalog was just insane like and she there's there was so much just left on the table. But it was, again, it was great, obviously. It was great to see them both looking good. It was great to see them lifting each other up. Dion, I mean, what the, f- like, that was a nice surprise. Yes, yeah, special
1: guest appearance.
2: Yes. Um, yeah, it was just really, a. it was like a night that made you feel good. Like, it was, it was, like, our souls needed that. Yeah. And I kind of feel like we always get one of those after a weird energy versus, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it was we, we needed them after Brandy and Monica's weird-ass energy. <laughs> and it's like, I mean, I feel like we got Erica and Jill Scott after some weird shit, too. But I don't remember what exactly was weird. But I remember feeling like my soul needed them in that moment as well. Yeah. So, thank goodness for these people. <laughs> because, yeah. Yeah. Was, and thank goodness that they they had them in the same room, that uh, we didn't have no damn crazy ass they <laughs> technical knew. issues or moments.
0: They knew that shit would have been yeah. fucked up.
2: <laughs> um, but I think I think
0: and you you mentioned it, uh, Mary, to see them singing the way the fact that their voices are still so powerful and poignant, and they were sitting down singing and like killed most of these. Like I don't like it. It's just crazy how like. Acts from that day have almost always aged gracefully and can still do their thing but like from this generation I would love to see where they are 40 years after their initial run cuz I just feel like they're going to be fucking bopped out like it's it's just I don't know like it was but it was a beautiful thing to see um I was watching it with my oldest daughter and she didn't know who the hell they were on screen but she loved the music she I asked her I was like <laughs> do you even know who Patty LaBelle is she said daddy I have never heard that name a day in my life and I was like all right but you, you should enjoy this. And she loved the music. And I think that music is timeless and it says a lot.
2: Of course. Yeah. Yep.
0: Yeah. All right. Let's go into our first commu- commercial break. When we come back, we don't have any new music to talk about, mainly because I didn't get to listen to the new albums. I didn't get to. So I didn't even put it on the list, but we'll be back after this.
4: Yo, this your boy, Flaw 700. What's good,
0: everybody? It's your guy, Fresco.
4: And we are the, the podcast, podcast brothers. brothers. Dig. Yeah. Hey, what is our show about, actually? Our show is about a little bit of everything, man. It's not just one thing, but it's a little bit of this. Right. It's a like a little, little bit of that. Oh, my goodness. No. You don't, like that song? No. Not from you. What song is that? I don't know. Who it, it don't matter. It. it doesn't matter what song that is. <laughs> well, that's what our show is about. It's about two brothers kicking the shit real life the real brothers real life brothers obviously not by choice and you if know. you know how brothers get down you know how we give it up we don't agree on nothing and that's what it's like on a podcast show it makes for healthy debate makes for good dialogue and it keeps the interest and the listener interested as well because it's real brotherly shit episodes drop every sunday every sunday every platform you can get a podcast
0: that the podcast brothers is there you dig chill all right we're back from break um And so, in lieu of music, uh, we'll be talking about Conway the the Machine's album next week. But uh, we're going to get into our TV and film section. Uh, Power Book 2, Ghost Episode 2. What do you guys think? Uh, Baylor, have you got a chance to even watch Episode 1 yet?
1: Why is both of them this morning? All right, we're going to come first
0: to you then because you didn't even get to talk about it much last week. What do you you make of the first two episodes of the series so far?
1: Yo, I think they saved the show. Oh, for I think sure. they really fuck I think they really fucking saved the show yeah. these two episodes, man. Oh, Mary J. Blige, I love you. <laughs> I do. I love everything about Mary and her boobs.
2: Boots or boobs? Her boobs.
1: And I mean, yeah, I can't say that on air, but her you boobs. You've said definitely. you've said worse shit than I that on air. know you've said worse. I? Man, look at you incriminating the media. <laughs> yeah, look yeah, at yeah. you. <laughs> man. Oh, yo, I love those two episodes. Like, at first, I'm not gonna lie to you. When I When I first seen the first episode, I'm like, you know what? I I might just want to binge this. You know what Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? I'm okay with the spoilers and stuff like that. After the second episode, I'm saying, yeah, I got to stay on it. I got to stay on it. I really liked it. I really like it a lot. And, yo, Mm -hmm. shout out to him. Yo, my nigga Method Man out there is killing it. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about, hey, he's killing it. He's Mm -hmm. killing it. Mm -hmm. I like it. I like, yo, Fifth is, yo, man, he acting up. He acting up. He saved it.
0: Listen, uh, Method Man is on this this bounty hunter show with the with uh these two white girls on Netflix that I watch, and he's one of the best parts of that show. I forgot the name of it. It's like high school bounty hunters or something. It's, he's fucking hilarious on the show, but that's the sidetrack, sidetrack, sorry. Uh, but but Mary, you know
1: what I like about you know what I like about this meth is that you know you're gonna get Method Man and a lot of different different movies like mm-hmm. it's going to come out in him a little bit this he stuck to the character on this one like it wasn't it was like 70 I would say 60% professional and 40% watered down Negro mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean but he, he 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 did it well and those characters that we brought up from last week pop, popped up
2: yes. popped yeah popped up
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mary
2: what do you think yeah this is just going to a crazy place like, I have anxiety mm. <laughs> thinking about what's gonna happen, but yeah, I feel like it's it continued to not disappoint for sure. Like, it's it's really captivating. So, yeah, y'all know, everybody's I was doing a good job. I was Sorry. calling like, for like, even the people who are annoying are not annoying anymore,
0: <laughs> except sex. That motherfucker always gets on my guy, yeah. Man. He
1: could go, hey, yo, he can go any show that he does after this, he can go on that show too. Oh, You're yeah, right?
0: for sure, yeah. Yeah, she's just but
1: but I think I think bringing in I think bringing in Mary's family is it it helps the show a lot Mm -hmm. and by her not knowing who Tyreek is Mm -hmm. and now she's about to find out like it just it's. It's a lot of storylines. Like they got the basketball player that's involved with this crime family, and he has to be saved. He like his scholarship has to be saved by by Tyreek. Tyreek got to graduate to get the money. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like it, it's it's the a lot. Are high. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a lot going on. So, yo, and they they trying to tie Tommy name to it now. And That's mm-hmm. crazy.
0: Yeah. I mean, especially with Tommy's series being confirmed the next one up, I just wonder how this, if at all, is going to play into it. But we got Tate in this episode. Um, the, okay. scene, the scene with Tariq and Let's uh, Mary J. Blige's character's son with the car when he was supposed to take yeah. him back. And they pulled over and he's Bobby, like...
1: I, I, I call him Bobby Brown. Okay. Bobby. And,
0: and, they, and they called him... Uh, and he basically called it out like, look, your uncle ratted. This is how I know. And like, seeing Tariq put that all together and put it out there and then be like, N- "Now, now can you take me back home? It just... He were he's turned into a little ghost for real in a positive way. Yeah. I was so ready for Tariq to be f- shot and killed in, in at the end the last season of power. They've completely fixed that. Like, where was this shit? And he's like Michael Rainey as an actor is like showing the fuck out. As in, like you can't you can't deny it.
1: You can't deny it. Can we say that can we say this about Tyreek? He's starting to mature to where he understands his dad point of view.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm. That's the cool part about it. Like he killed him. And I, I want to know some, sometime in the season, will he regret it?
0: Yeah. yeah. It, I, I, because, if not, if not because, this season, that, it's going to happen before the end of the show.
1: Right. Because the way other people are talking about him, about his dad, by the way, mm. and then from both sides, though, they're talking about ghosts and they're talking about, you know, Fitzpatrick mm. is like, he, I think he might start regretting his his decision. But now he's 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 battling on, trying to get his mom out, and his mom is not yo. This this is real good, man. This is real good. I can't I can't deny it. I can't deny it.
0: This got me all the way back in the vibes of like when I first got into power. All the way. Yeah. Like it's I was so over that last season, and this shit has saved the, not just Tariq's character, not just. The See the series. This, I was not looking forward really to any of the spin This has saved everything. I'm sorry I ever doubted 50 Cent, bro. Like, for real.
1: <laughs> hey, hey, yo, can we talk about on the on the on, on some low keys though? Tyree got a cold love triangle going on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, from the from from the girl at school to the girl that from the other school that he got kicked out of, into the you know the girl that's a part of his family, and it's like God damn boy, that that might be a problem in the future.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, uh, <laughs> and you know I want to mention this just because we're on the subject of power and Ghost's name come up came up. What the fuck is happening with Amari? Like he's going through a mid career crisis. That's like that, y'all y'all seen the video I tagged you in, right? The music video. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: I'm
0: just
2: starting to wonder if leaving power was his decision. He's. I
0: think he said. I think he's alluded to that in some interviews. That he 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 said in the interview. I know for sure that he was he was bored with the character.
2: Mm-hmm, and so. now he's real not bored. <laughs> I mean. <laughs>
0: He's apparently still bored enough to make that motherfucking song and video. Like, now. Was like, damn, hey, do you not well, have well, any roles?
1: Go ahead. If you really think about it though, like, and I know I know it's easy to say because they killed his character off, mm-hmm. but beyond this, you don't get I mean, how do you see Ghost playing out if he doesn't get killed off the show? Like, does he does he enter the politics world and then just go straight from there and then pass it on to Tyree?
0: I mean, I think that there's definitely a way they could have went in the, like because seeing him now, seeing if they would have kept him alive, seeing him move into the political space could have been a very interesting show to see how he maneuvers in a area that's completely foreign to him. He's a street cat. So that, I think yeah. that could have been interesting. But I think the thing that hurt the series and that we're seeing now is that having the focus on Ghost and his and his stuff made the other characters weaker. When they are apparently can carry a like Tasha was weaker with with, with all, all their storylines being tied to what Ghost had going on, you kind of pigeonhole them. Now that he's off the show, everybody's having a chance to shine now. So
1: yeah, I agree, I agree. So taking him away, they're in a they're in a brighter spotlight because if you keep the if you keep the camera focused on him, and trust me, nobody wants to nobody wants to have a show where half where thirty minutes of it is all you know political talk and things like that so yeah. yeah yeah i agree he had to go i didn't think he was dead though i ain't gonna lie to you oh yeah. For a long I time. yeah i
0: didn't i didn't think he was gonna be dead either but you know that is what it is man um so moving into the the next topic that we have in this section um i don't know if you guys i haven't watched the film myself but i don't want to like review the film but the this cuties film on netflix that just has everyone going crazy because of the sexualization of girl of little girls in it um it was directed by a black woman uh she said that her message was the the exact things that people are outraged about was the point of the film um and i i, I haven't seen the film yet but what do you guys make of like the whole controversy on social media about it nothing
1: well i don't know i heard about it well like a week or maybe a couple of weeks ago um uh, and then i seen a clip of some girls dancing and that was that was all I had got from it. Uh, I heard about the outrage. That was to joint on Netflix, right? Yeah. Where they took it, they took it down, changed the cover, and then put it, but put it back up.
0: Well, no, it was the original cover, but then on the trailer they had, they had like a different image at the end of it. They just used the image that was actually the poster for the movie the whole time from from when it was in Sundance. So.
1: Oh well. Well, um, and what's the purpose of the film?
0: The purpose of so the film is more so from again, I haven't seen it, but from what I've read in the director talking about it, the purpose of the film is to put a highlight on the sexualization of little girls. And I think what what I'm taking from and this was kind of going to be kind of my talking point is that the same people who are outraged by this are the same people that post their kids imitating Cardi B videos on social media and laughing about it. Like, where's the fucking like my thing is, if you're going to be outraged about it, which I understand the sexualization of kids is disgusting. But if you're going to be mad about it when it's done in a movie, but yet you do it with your own kids on your social media and you're laughing about it, that to me is just, it's, it's one of those gray areas that it's like, all right, what are you really mad about here? What do you think, Mary? I agree.
2: <laughs> I don't know. Um, I've been seeing a lot of different arguments about this. And, and I basically have been noticing a lot of, dare I say, Trumpers who are using this as a way to attack Netflix. Mm-hmm. And their disdain for Netflix kind of began when Netflix took a stand in solidarity with Black Lives Matter. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm just so exhausted yeah, of that. Definitely. But, yeah. But, I mean, I also feel like, yeah. You. I mean, obviously, we don't want to condone or promote the sexualization of little girls. But if the movies, if the film's message was to, to basically make that point, then mm-hmm. why are we all mad? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, this is too much.
0: This is the problem when people get so outraged by seeing like a trailer and not doing the research on the movie, not seeing the film. Like people just take it and run with it, and then it becomes this whole thing, and you miss the message that that, because there's no way that you can know because you're just taking a a clip of it. And you know, let me not take Netflix's onus off that because they could have did a cut a different trailer. When you purposely put the main trailer, a point of your trailer is showing girls basically twerking, you know what you're doing in that case. You know what you're doing. It's just the controversy didn't go your way this time, so
1: yeah, deal with it. Uh-huh. Yeah. I I I guess I'll go watch it or no. not. Are we watching it or not?
2: The point is no.
0: <laughs> Mary said the point's no. The first lady of the okay. burks has spoken, so no. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, really...
2: Today's episode is things we should ignore. <laughs> okay. <laughs> For real. I'm...
1: I'm with that.
0: Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. We're gonna get into our last break. When we come back, we all right got our last topic uh, to talk to you guys about this week, and I left this last one last on purpose. We'll see you guys
3: right after this. What's up, everybody? This is Dan, A.K.A. Dan on Drugs, and I am Afro Becky, A.K.A. Afro Becky, and we are the Black Law and Legal Lies podcast. podcast, a weekly legal podcast. And our lovely, esteemed moderator, Afro Becky. Most of our topics are legal in nature, and we discuss them in a relatable way. We release new episodes every Tuesday. Yo, you can find us anywhere podcasts are available. Or you can find us on social media at Black Law Podcast. So check us out. Or don't. Hey! What? Sometimes people do like the opposites.
0: All right, so we're back um, from that break uh, to end the show and to wrap it up. I wish we could wrap. We usually wrap up with something lighthearted or whatever, but I really didn't know. I struggled with where to put this in the show. So I figured just leave it last. Um, Breonna Taylor's family, uh, a $12 million settlement, I believe uh, that I think it's been confirmed that they're going to take. Um, and it's positive. It's been positive response and negative response to this that I see that I've seen. Some of the negative response has been, they shouldn't have taken this settlement or we shouldn't settle without charges and arrests being made. Um, and, other side of it is it's good the family's getting um a settlement for this because of losing Breonna Taylor uh uh, when they shouldn't have but what do you guys sit on this what do you
1: think about it wait so the settlement the settlement comes without the charging of the officers
0: yeah because the settlement is with the state and the charging is individual so yeah it has nothing to do with the charging the officers.
1: oh
2: well then you take that money
0: Okay. You I mean, that. I know
2: too. There were some police reforms that were included in yes, that. I don't was. know specifically yes, yes. what they were, but um, there's no price on the human life. That's true. That's so, true. There's that, mm. and yeah, arrest the officers. Like, there's, <laughs> but there's still no justice here. Yeah. Yeah. And I
0: think that's the biggest thing is that, that oh, So there hasn't been justice served in the Tamaris Point, but no, it it. It's a victory, at least at least they're admitting that they're wrong with the settlement or whatnot. But it just like what what's taking so long? Like people have been arrested and charged for much less. And I think that's the thing that that keeps people so upset about this is that if this was a black cop, it wouldn't be it, it like or a black person just mean you off the street in a, in a wrongful shooting or whatever. We would have been in jail and locked up the same day. So I think that that's I understand completely the, the frustration over it. And I and I personally don't know how to process the million dollar settlement because th- I I feel like they're owed that. But like you said, you can't put a price on a human life. So it's it's a win here, but not really one. Not until there's actual justice served, there's not a win.
1: All right. it will never it'll never be a win because uh, her life was taken away. So you don't win at all. You know yeah. what I mean? But no, I need no I need my bread and go arrest them at that. Yeah, point blank. There you have it. There you have it. All
0: right. That's it. Um, we want to hear how you guys felt about all the topics, not just the the Breonna Taylor thing. But let us know how you guys feel about uh, anything that we talk about in the show, uh, be it power, be it uh, politics, be it music, whatever else uh, you guys got. Any part of words? If not, you know what to do. Leave them your social media.
2: So, I, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. so you go ahead, Mary. Well, one thing I wanted to bring up that we should maybe talk about next week so all of you guys who are listening can get up on this. Um, I just finished watching woke. Mm. I've been here I've been hearing about that. It was dope. Y'all need was to watch it? woke. I highly recommend. Okay. I was planning on watching this weekend, so. Yes, please do. And okay. then we will reconvene. I will say le- no more. I will say less. All right. Anyway, you can find me at Miss Mary Amante on all social platforms.
1: I think they will bring ghosts back during this season as ghosts. As a ghost? Yeah. Ghost. As a ghost. How he
0: saw Kanan is going to be replaced by ghosts. I, I completely agree with that. Yeah. Right, right.
1: Uh, you can also find me at Baylor Great on all social media platforms. And you can find me in L.A. Uh, chilling with my Lakers gear on. Because we run the city of L.A. And we will always run the city of L.A. Why didn't we talk about the Clippers tonight, Hayes? I mean. You didn't want to talk about We don't
0: talk p- about sports too often. But listen. I blow that shit up already. Doc got to go or PG got to go. Somebody got to go.
1: At, at, at this point, that's not sports. That is a pandemic by itself. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
0: I wouldn't be surprised if it comes out that like uh, Paul George found out he got somebody pregnant again because like the way he was playing, that was terrible, man. That, mm. that mm. As even Even the biggest Paul George haters can't deny like he in a game seven. We've never seen him play that bad. He's had terrible playoff games, but like that, that was terrible, man. That was terrible. Off the side of the backboard. He was dealing with some shit, but uh, go ahead. <laughs> did, you, did you give me your social media? You started talking about the Lakers. I don't even...
1: I definitely did. Okay. I definitely did. You guys can follow me at
0: CEO Hayes' CEO H A I Z E. You can follow us collectively at The Breaks Radio. Uh, you can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, Radio at gmail.com. We out this bitch. we the number one podcast for the culture. And we, for this week, we out. We'll see you, lovely and beautiful people, next week.
1: Peace. You said we out this bitch. <laughs>